Hello, you're listening to Which Moving Pictures Move Us, and I'm your host, Emma Bolzner. We are ending our underrated live-action fairy tale theme today with a TV movie called The Worst Witch from 1986, starring Diana Rigg, Tim Curry, and Feruza Balk. And with me virtually, back home, is my good friend Christina. Hello, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason we're doing this movie today is because our friend Maddie from Choir, um, she wrote in and suggested that we should do this film and this theme because it was one of her favorite childhood films growing up. So that's super cool. This is definitely going to be like a traditional Halloween nut watch now. I cannot wait to make all my friends watch this silly movie. (laughs) It is very corny, but before we get into it, um, if you've never heard of this movie like us, or if you haven't seen it since childhood, this British TV movie follows Mildred Hubble, played by Feruza Balk, who is otherwise known as the worst witch at her all-girls academy school for witches. While the other girls conjure up perfect spells and can fly on a broomstick, Mildred struggles with any kind of magic. She gets constantly picked on by bully Ethel and by one of her mean professors, Mrs. Hardbroom, played by Diana Rigg. When the students find out that the Grand Wizard, played by Tim Curry, is making a special appearance on Halloween night, Mildred strives to make the best impression when meeting him. So, Christina, what do we think of Robert Young's 1986 TV movie, The Worst Witch? (laughs) I liked it. It was, you know, it was simple. It was very silly. Uh, It was peak camp. um, And it was just funny. Like, it wasn't supposed (laughs) to be as funny as I found it, but, oh, man, it was was silly. (laughs) Yeah, like, I was thinking about, like, when this movie would have come out in the 80s, it's just such, like, an 80s movie, and I, and I know, like, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it just seems so dated compared to, like, the Julia Andrews Cinderella movie we watched. Oh, yeah, it is. You watch this movie, and you're like, oh, yeah, this was made in the 80s. That makes sense. <laughs> like, the editing and the special effects and the weird, like, oh my zoomed God. in of <laughs> I don't know, like, so how weird. deeply you want to dive into the plot, but there's, like... <laughs> The two, there's like the first time that the kids all fly on their brooms, like for flying class. And then the second time they all fly on their brooms is when they're like auditioning for the the Grand Wizard performance. And they use the exact same footage again of like the extras flying on their brooms. I was like, wait a minute, you just used this exact footage like 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And like we can get into like Tim Curry's one song amazing but like oh my god when he's like cut up into pieces and there's like little squares on the screen and there's like this red tint oh my god the editing was so like it was so off the wall ridiculous I have no idea why they decided to edit that song like that but I'm so glad they did oh my god um, yeah, it was, it was definitely not what I thought it would be. It's also funny because it's a movie, but it's only like 65 minutes long, so it's pretty short. Um, I found this on YouTube because it's like not anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, you just told me to watch it on YouTube, so I didn't bother trying to look for it anywhere else, but I'd also like, I'd never heard of it before, um, Madeline suggested it, so. Yeah, I wonder if like, we should ask her, but I'm curious, like, if she had this on, like, VHS or DVD, because, like, I have never seen this at HMV before. <laughs> yeah, well, Maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. <laughs> well, I also, like, I never saw it on TV. Like, if it was, like, run on TV after it aired in the 80s, I certainly never saw it. 
No, it, like, it didn't ever play... I mean, it is kind of a Halloween movie. I mean, there isn't really anything that's Halloween-related besides, like, the Grand Wizard coming, but, like, it never played during Halloween, unless it's, like, one of those things that plays all the time in Britain, because it's, like, a British TV oh, movie. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's, like, a British children's classic Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe over there, if we have any British listeners, this is, like, a classic on October 31st. <laughs> I mean, it will be for me. This is definitely <laughs> getting watched every Halloween, especially with my roommates. Oh, my God, my roommates are going to love it. I sent them, when I was watching it, um, actually, no, I'll tell you this later when we get to that scene, but I was, like, sending my friends screenshots as I was watching it, and I was sending them, like, screenshots of Tim Curry, but then also of, like, another moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I found that the movie started, like, extremely abruptly. It was, like, called The Worst Witch, and then all of a sudden, like, she runs into all the students, and there's, like, this domino effect, and all the girls fall down, and it's kind of, like, the worst witch, and there's, like, this song playing, <laughs> like, about growing up. Yeah, yeah, growing up <laughs> isn't easy, or however it went. <laughs> I've, like, never experienced such a strange film, but also, like, I'm really happy she suggested this. It just started right away. We just, like... We're not being around the bush. It's movie time. We only have an hour. Come on. No, it's very black and white. Um, we right away know that she's kind of like the troublemaker, although she doesn't mean to be. She just does all the spells wrong. She makes herself invisible. She isn't like the other girls. Also, like, did J.K. Rowling copy this movie? Yeah, I think J.K. Rowling ripped them <laughs> off because, I mean, this is kind of just Harry Potter, but better. And it's all girls. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you know this, but there's actually eight books in this series. I didn't the know first there were eight. <laughs> there's eight of them, oh apparently. God. The first they didn't make one. eight movies? I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I am so shocked that they didn't. The last book came out in 2018. The first one came out in 1974. And it was Whoa. written by someone named Jill Murphy. Wait, the... Eight books have spanned, like, 40 years or 30 yeah. years? Well, I guess it's because it's, a, like, such a masterpiece. It takes, like, years to develop the stories. Yeah, fair enough. You know, you've got to really <laughs> sit with it for years before you can release the next perfect book. But, like, is Mildred always, like, a worst witch? Like, is every book called The Worst Witch? I guess it's kind of like, I don't know if you ever read like Junie B. Jones or Ramona and Beezus where every book was like, yeah, they screw up a lot, but then by the end it's okay. Maybe that was like the format of the worst witch books. Yeah, it's interesting because like maybe it was like her adventures each like book, but I'm curious, like this movie came out in 1986, so I wonder how many books there were by then if it was just the one from 74. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know. I hmm. well, and and there's like, I I don't want to like jump the gun on your fun facts, but I know that when you like told me to watch it, you said specifically to look for the YouTube movie and not like the TV show that exists. Apparently, apparently there's some Netflix original series, um, so which weird. which Madeline wrote in the email, and she was like, "Do not do that one," and she like sent me a screenshot of Tim Curry. <laughs> This one, only the Tim Curry one, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> the cheesy Tim Curry one. 
Um, the start of like his continuous kids movie lifespan of just making kids movies <laughs> for the rest of his career. <laughs> and always like I would this was also the start of his career as like playing characters who are like either explicitly gay or like implied yeah. to be gay in musicals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah even like in Home Alone 2 or like anything. <laughs> Like, come on, you're telling me that Grand Wizard is 100% straight. I don't think so. It's Pride Month. I think the girls think he is. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so funny because, like, they were... I don't even know what to say about this movie, but (laughs) there's, like, many scenes throughout this film where all the girls, whether they're, like, the teachers or the students, are excited that the Grand Wizard is coming. And, you know, in one scene, they have, like, a picture of him, and they're, like, like um, passing it around, and they're kissing the picture. Yeah, okay, what I don't understand is, like, <laughs> we get, like, multiple scenes where they hype up, like, how much of a heartthrob this Grand Wizard is, and how much they all love him. And, like, listen, this was young Tim Curry. He's a good-looking guy. He's a nice guy. He sings well. I, I get it. But there's, like, this scene that goes on for way too long yeah. where they're just all passing around his picture and kissing it. Like, first of all, ew. Second of yeah. all, these are children. Like, what director was like, hey, you know, it's going to be a great scene. Let's get at these kids to pass around this picture of this adult man and all, like, swoon over it and give it kisses. <laughs> like, it's so weird. So that's a problematic scene to watch nowadays. That would not be in a kid's movie now. But also the fact that, like, they weren't just looking at the picture. They were like, oh, like... <laughs> Yeah, they're all, like, sighing and kissing it and, like, touching. It's so weird. And, like, Ethel had it in her locker, too, the picture. I don't know if yeah, you noticed. Yeah, I forgot. When she, like, goes to get her broom, you see that she has the picture in her locker. Yeah, because I think they, like, established that it's, like, her picture that they're all passing around. It's very weird. It's I don't very understand. weird. Because it's, like, I it mean, would have been <laughs> fine to have, like, the teachers all swoon over him. Because, like, that makes sense. And it would have been fine to have all the students be, like, oh, yeah, what a hunk. But, like, man, they really drive it home. Well, the thing that is funny, because, like, they're so obsessed with him. But then, like, when he arrives, there's not really any time for them to be, like, oh, my God. It's, like, it's the Grand Wizard. Like, there's no swooning when, once he arrives. Yeah, because he just sings and then leaves almost immediately after. Can we just talk about the way he arrives and leaves? Oh, my God. His giant <laughs> cursed cloak. Like, the way that Mildred's able to, like, ride in the cloak. It's so weird. And I know that, like, witches are associated with brooms so maybe for some reason the movie was like well we can't give him a broom because he's a boy but I don't know why the next logical step was let's give him a giant cloak that spans like the length of a football field that he will descend down in like a bat like doesn't a wizard have something else than that like I usually imagine a wizard with like one of those like, kind of cauldron things that they're, like, holding or sticks or something. Yeah, or, Not like, like a know. bat cape. Well, maybe he could have just flown with a regular-sized cape, like the one he was wearing <laughs> when he, you know, is, like, standing there. It's it was, it was very strange to see. I'm very curious, like, if I 
saw this movie as a kid, if I would, like, see it as humorous as I do as an almost 21-year-old. I don't know how much I would have laughed at it as a kid, but I definitely would have loved it as a kid. I, I know that there, like, I, I hesitate to even call it a musical because there were only two real songs in it, but, I mean, the song slapped. Yeah, and, like, the first song, and, like, the and it plays at the end again, no one's really singing it. It's just in the background. Yeah, And, like, throughout the, the whole movie, there's, like, no music. Yeah, I was really surprised that, like, there were only two real musical-like songs in them. And, I mean, yeah, like, they were both good, but, like, the kids didn't even get to sing. It was only the adults who got to sing. Yeah. It was, it was, uh... So, <laughs> what did you think about Mildred? Oh, I liked her. She was sweet. I felt bad for her. I was like, kids just trying her best. We all do poorly in school sometimes. It's okay, buddy. I know, I thought she was, like, so kind, but at the same time, it's like, why are you kind to the person that's bullying you? I liked that. I felt, I, I liked that she was kind, but also that she, like, got to turn Ethel into a pig. Because it was like, that. okay, she's, like, kind, but she's got her limit. Like, she has a line, and oh, man, when she turned Ethel into a pig, I thought that scene was so good. That was the best scene of the movie, because what was funny about that scene is, um, Ethel can still speak as a pig, but it's like this weird voiceover thing in the background. Oh, it's so... I, I will say, for as, like, awful as the voiceover was, thank God they didn't try to, like, animate the pig's oh, mouth yeah. to make it look like it was talking, because that would have been ten times worse. There's already the strange animation when Ethel is becoming human again. Okay, so that was the scene that I was sending screenshots to my friends of, and I specifically sent them the screenshot where it's, like, the pig's face but her human eyes, and I was like, this is the most cursed image I've ever seen. It <laughs> was so disturbing. gone wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I liked Methyl. Uh, Methyl. <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> Mildred, I really rooted for her, and, like, I like that she, like, she was pretty hard on herself, but she never changed who she was. I just wish we kind of knew a bit more, like, background about, like, like, do they have parents? Like, what's going on? Yeah, well, I fa I, should, I I will say really quickly um, that, like, one of the things that I thought was, like, shockingly realistic about the dynamic between the kids because, like, so often in these movies you'll have, like, the one kid that everybody picks on and everybody hates, which, like, isn't really realistic. Like, in high school there's always bullies and there's always bullying, but it's, like, I don't know, I always find it unrealistic when the protagonist is, like, hated by literally everybody in the school except their yeah. one friend. And I liked that in this, like, all the kids would laugh at Mildred when she messed up, but then all the kids laughed at Ethel when she turned into a pig, because that's what kids are like. They just laugh at stuff that's funny or embarrassing. They don't, yeah. like, have undying loyalty to Ethel. Like, of course all the kids would laugh when she got turned into a pig. And, of course, the kids would laugh at Mildred when she, like, turned invisible. Like, that's what kids are like. Yeah, it was even funny because, like, the two girls that kind of hang out with Ethel were laughing, too, when she got turned into a pig. And they were like, serves you right. And it's like, they just switch between, like, whoever is, like, the most humiliated at that yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most realistic part of the movie. Kids don't care. If you do something stupid, they'll laugh at you no matter who you are. <laughs> I was, like, curious about watching this as, like, you know, I guess because there were so many, like, typical movies like this, but why it had to be witch-themed, I was just a bit curious about. <laughs> like, yeah, why it had to yeah. revolve around a witch academy and witches. Like, I feel like it could have been done. Well, maybe not because... 
then she wouldn't have been the worst witch. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been a metaphor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, you were saying about like the backstory. I feel like when I googled the worst witch, like of course when you first Google it, like the TV show comes up, um, and there's some explanation in the synopsis of the TV show that's like Mildred is the worst witch because her parents aren't witches. Like I think that I don't know if it's this way in the books, but in the TV show they make it that like oh she's the worst witch because like her parents aren't witches and so she's like the fish out of water it's you know it's it's like harry potter um i see but i think in this like she does make and so i was like oh well maybe that's like explained in the movie but i think she makes a comment about her mom being a witch in the movies so i don't know maybe they just like invented that for the show or maybe that was in the books and the movie didn't care (laughs) yeah that's true because it is it does get mentioned and like but then it doesn't like yeah, it never is talked about anymore. We don't know anything about the other girls at the school. Like, is Ethel, like, her parents the perfect witches or something? Yeah, like, they, they comment about how, like, her siblings have all been good students, but we never, like, we never find out about any of these kids' parents. Yeah. Or, like, how... There's there's no... And I mean, like, maybe we're supposed to believe that this is just, like, in a totally separate universe from the real world, but we never get any kind of lore as to, like, how these kids fit into the non-witch world or is the whole like is this just like an alternate universe where everybody's magic and that's that's what we're going with (laughs) yeah because i was thinking is this present day like present day 80s or is this like a medieval time but then like with the costumes you know like of those like evil witches in the forest and stuff it looked so 80s and then like the bedrooms and there was like a poster of david bowie so then i thought oh maybe it's like an alternate universe in britain (laughs) I didn't notice the poster of David Bowie. Yeah, in the bedroom. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, but let's talk about Miss Hardbroom. That was played by Diana Rigg. She's, like, so mean in this. She's so mean. And I know it's a trope to have the mean teacher. And, I mean, I've definitely dealt with mean teachers before. Oh, yeah. But, like, damn. <laughs> she, she doesn't She's let up. has a whole, like, hate on for Mildred and she like wants her to mess up like Ethel and when Ethel is like purposefully making um Mildred mess up you know um Miss Hardbroom just like stands by that which is so mean yeah I am glad that like I I'm I'm bummed that the teachers never find out that Ethel was uh was the one who like enchanted Mildred's broom but I'm glad that the other kids find out because there again, like the kids instantly are like, hold on, screw you, Ethel. You like ruined this for all of us. Like what a terrible thing to do. Like none of the kids back Ethel up. They're all like, hey, wait a second. Yeah, you ruined our chance with spending more time with Tim Curry. You could have spent more time with Tim Curry and he's so dreamy. How could you do this to us? He's so hot. Oh my God. It was made me feel a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> to say like, the least. Well, it's like normally in kid shows, when they have like all the girls swooning over a character, like that character is either a boy their age or maybe a boy like a little bit older. And like obviously yeah. it makes sense that like Tim Curry was an adult, given that he was the Grand Wizard. But it was like I don't know, maybe he could have had like a son that they all swooned over, like somebody who was closer to their age. So then it wasn't like weird. Also, like, Tim Curry's the only male character in this movie, too, which is really interesting. It's, like, an all-female cast. Very feminist of them. (laughs) Yeah. Go Brits. (laughs) Um, 
I don't know how this is going to be an hour, but is there, some, is there something you'd like to talk about? Because the movie's First so all, short. The Evil Witches song, iconic, banger. Oh I loved them. I like, on the one hand, okay, my like, I'm very conflicted because on the one hand, I kind of feel like the Evil Witches were the best part of the movie. And they were awesome, and I loved their song, and I loved how, like, peak camp they were, and I loved how colorful they were, and I thought it was very silly. But on the other hand, like, the evil witches didn't need to exist. <laughs> like, they didn't need to I know. I was thinking about it, and I was like, this whole movie could have just been about, like, Mildred being at the school, and instead of having her, like, get into the good graces by defeating the evil witches, you could have had the conflict of, like, oh, no, Ethel's cursed her broom, what's gonna happen? And then, I don't know, you could have had Mildred, like, figure out how to reverse the curse or, like, overcome the curse or whatever and have the demonstration go fine and then have them all be really happy at Mildred and Ethel be mad that the curse didn't work and, like, that could have been the movie. That yeah. would have been perfectly fine, especially since it takes Mildred, like, two seconds to defeat the evil witches. I thought that was <laughs> going to be way more of an issue. Especially since the movie is already way shorter than regular movies. Just make it shorter. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, there was really, like, it got off track there where she was like, I want to run away, and she takes her cat, who also is the only non-black colored cat, of and course. it's like, oh my gosh, of course, she has that kind of cat. And then she just runs away, and then she turns the evil witches into snails. Sorry, spoiler. And then she just comes back right away, and it's kind of like, oh, that's how she's triumphed. Like, I wanted her to triumph by, like, overcoming Ethel and um, Miss Hardbroom, you know? Well, and also, like, yeah, like you keep saying, like, for a movie that's so short... Like, oh my god, the scene of her running away is so long. Like, they spend so long on her just, like, flying over the countryside, <laughs> looking sad, telling the cat how sad she is, and then she defeats the evil witches in, like, two seconds. Like, I I really thought that the witches were going to make it all the way to the school and she was going to defeat them there. I was like, this has to be culminating in something big. But I kept looking at the time and I was like, there's only, like, 15 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> and they haven't so, even, like, run in with the witches witches yet so like scenes they like spend so much time on is basically the spooning over tim curry tim curry's very long song then it's like ethel flying over when she's i mean sorry mildred flying over when she's running away and then the very end when mildred is in tim curry's cape <laughs> it's like forever i just feel like and again i say all these things with, like, I love this movie. I love it a lot. I'm going to watch it every Halloween. Um, but I, I just think it's funny because, like, there's so many scenes that you could have shortened, like her running away and them swooning over Tim Curry and, like, using the exact same footage of them flying on their broom twice. Like, there are a lot of scenes that you could have shortened, but then there's so much you could have expanded on. Like, first of all, put in at least one more musical number that the kids get to do because I would have loved the kids to get a musical number. And also, like, they have, like... I mean, I guess there's not that much hype, but there's, like, a little bit of hype around Miss Cackles. I think it's her niece who shows up, who teaches them how to fly, who's, like, in her cool, like, epic outfit. And, and it's like, oh, and all the kids are like, whoa, she's so cool! Like, she flies! Look at her outfit! She's awesome! And... 
And then we, like, barely get any time with her. Like, I want to see more of her. See, I thought she was going to be into Tim Curry, not Diana Rigg. That would have been funny. I would have liked to see her with Tim Curry. Yeah, they should have done, like, a cool musical number on the brooms or something. Oh, there could have been at least one more musical number, if not two. And then we could yeah. have, like, cut some of those, like, really long scenes. I think that would have been fun. I was very curious why this movie got decided to be made and, like, how this screenplay worked. <laughs> yeah, I, I have so many questions. And also, I want to research the TV so show... I want to research the TV show so bad. I'm so curious about I've- it. Um, I have so many questions. I'm not going to watch it, but, like, I'm curious. I'm, like, wondering why, I mean, maybe it's not very good, but, like, there's a lot of Netflix, like, bad shows that you always see on Netflix, so I'm wondering why I've never seen this show when I'm browsing on Netflix. Yeah, well, I'm wondering, like, is it even on Canadian Netflix? Like, maybe it's only on British Netflix? Oh, true. Because I've, I've also never seen it, and, I mean, maybe I just never would have, like, stumbled across it. Yeah, that's true. That might be... I mean, I thought Netflix originals were all the same, but maybe they're not. Maybe there's, like, some different Netflix originals that aren't accessed here in Canada. Any British listeners? Like, maybe it was made (laughs) by, like, British Netflix or something. I I don't know. True. Yeah. Well, I have some fun facts, because I don't think this is going to be an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you have, like, tons of more stuff to say. Um, I'm trying to think. (laughs) I mean, like... Uh, what, I feel like there's something else I wanted to say. Oh yeah, I loved the game the kids played where they tried to make each other scream. I thought that was so funny. Oh yeah, and Ethel always like doing something backhanded. Not Mm -hmm. nice. Always cheating. Although to be fair, they never established that using a mask like was against the rules, but apparently it was. Uh, Well, another part that was like really long her screaming after seeing oh Ethel I mean God. she is a witch like that was so long <laughs> baby come on it was on. so long <laughs> also did you notice how funny it was when one side of her hair was braided and like the other side was like loose I thought that was really funny because yeah. oh. it kind of showed that she'd been running around <laughs> yeah I th- hair and makeup I guess not that day mm-hmm. <laughs> no I thought I thought it was very like I I liked seeing the interactions between the kids. I kind of wish we got more. And I mean, this has always been like one of the complaints about the Harry Potter movies is we don't see enough of the kids just like in class, like doing normal Hogwarts things because like you're at a magic school. Like that's interesting. And like, I wouldn't have wanted to see any more of Miss Hardbroom. Like we got enough of her, but I don't know. I would have been interested to see more of the kids like hanging out or, you know, like doing witch stuff. Um, also, do you know what I couldn't believe they didn't include? Maybe it's because they didn't want to have to, like, film more broom footage, but they, like, so they announced, like, this whole, like, okay, we're gonna do this big presentation for the Grand Wizard, tryouts are, you know, whenever, um, and Mildred and her friend, uh, I think her name is Maud. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Mildred and Maud are like, we better get to practicing. We better do a lot of practice if there's going to be the tryouts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. We're going to see like a practice, like flying on the broom montage. No, it just cuts to the next day. Yeah, it just <laughs> Also, why is her friend Maud not considered a worst witch either? Because she's the one that like didn't do well on that spell either. Yeah, I don't know. She also didn't know how to do the potion. Maybe it's because she's like better at other stuff. But yeah, I was just like really, 
I was really surprised that they just like they immediately cut to one of the girls being like, "Where's Mildred? Oh, she got up early to practice." It's like, wait, we don't get to see them practice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, um, what were we just saying? Oh shoot, I just forgot. Oh no, I was gonna say like, what potion were they making? I don't even know. Oh, in the like what potion? In like the beginning. Yeah. Well, I think they were making. They were trying to make like the laughing potion, right? That was what they screwed up. Oh right. Right, okay. But still, like, I don't know, I'd be interested to see, like, more of them in class. And I'm also curious if, like, given that we only ever meet, like, Miss Cackle and her niece and Miss Hardbroom, like, first of all, are there other teachers, or does Miss Hardbroom teach everything? Second of all, they keep talking about how, like, Mildred's only in her first year, so, like, where are all the other students who aren't in their first year? Yeah, like, the one, because they're all the same age, like, I'm going to say, like, 11 and a half, so it's, like, where is everybody else? That's what I was wondering, too, like, where's the fourth years? Yeah, like, how many years are you at this school? Like, there's so much more I wanted to know about just, like, the school and how it worked. And also, I would have loved to see more teachers. Oh, yeah, and, like, see more of the niece. Yeah. And more of Tim Curry. And more... Please, come on, if you're gonna have everybody swooning over him, you gotta give us more Tim Curry. So, I was just curious, I just looked this up, but there's actually two, the so there's this Worst Witch movie, and there's two The Worst Witch shows. There's one f- that was on from 1998 to 2001. Oh. Um... And I don't know, do you know who Felicity Jones is? That sounds familiar to me. Oh, shoot, that sounds so familiar. What's she been in? Oh, frig. Um, She's been in The Theory of Everything, which I have not seen. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, she's the love interest. Okay, she played Ethel. Really? Yeah, so there's three seasons of this show. Huh. Um, It's also... Oh, Network is CBC. Is it... Oh, is this like an American show? Canadian? Oh, wait, sorry. You said CBC. <laughs> it's a British-Canadian show. Yeah, it looks like it's a British-Canadian show, so I'm just looking on Wikipedia here. I'm also looking on um, Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a BBC show. Oh, that they just, like, showed on CBC? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Um, and then there's another BBC show from 2017 that Madeline said we should not watch. It's interesting <laughs> that it keeps getting adapted. Like, I, I I never heard of the books as a kid. Like, maybe the books were really popular in, in England, but, like, I'd never heard of them. Same. Huh. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I guess, like, I wonder if this show is, like, more of a remake of the 1998 one, like, if they're very similar with their three seasons. Yeah. Or if it's, like, kind of like the movie. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I will say, I feel like for as much as I'm, like, very intrigued by these other adaptations I like one of the things that I love about this movie is I remember like talking to some friends on Instagram once and they were like doing all these posts where they were like what is camp like how would you define camp and I was like I don't know how to define camp but I know that camp is like Adam West Batman like that's camp and this movie like this Mm. movie is camp (laughs) Like, it is ex- it is yeah. the perfect example, especially the evil witches. Oh, my God. It's hard to find, like, kids' movies that are still camp nowadays. Yeah, and I love it. I think it's silly, especially since, like, one of the other things that I will always be confused about with this movie, but whatever, we don't need an explanation, is, like, so clearly there are the evil witches, 
who are trying to take over the school. And then there's like the kids who are all learning how to be witches in school. But my question is, what is the difference between like a witch who is a bad guy and a witch who isn't a bad guy? Because from like what little information we got about the school, it seemed very like Nightmare Before Christmas where, you know, like or Adam's family where like, oh, yeah, we're witches, like bad things are good. Like, you know, we like things that are like spooky and, you know, we like to like, you know, do witch things. But it's like, you know, but like, so then how do you make the separation between like a witch who is evil and a witch who is not evil? Or are they all evil? They just have like different priorities. Very true. Yeah, because like Mildred and her friend were even trying on like awful like warty noses. And like to me, that's the stereotypical witch. But like, do you get that nose if you're like an evil witch? Also, like. Since Tim Curry's, like, apparently the only male in this entire, like, universe, are there, like, no male, other male warlocks? <laughs> yeah, well, they called him the Grand Wizard. It's like, are there other wizards? Like, yeah. where are all the men? <laughs> yeah. How did all these witches get born? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do they just, like, asexually <laughs> reproduce? They just, like, grow out of each other? <laughs> well, like, even Mildred's, like... If I even live to see my grandchildren, ha 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 ha, or if, if I even live to have grandchildren, it's like, I don't think you're gonna. <laughs> and then also, they only ever mention their moms, so, like, do none of them have yeah. dads? Like, <laughs> the, all their dads, I guess, is Tim Curry. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is really gross. It's like lion rules, where there's, like, one male in the pack and, like, a bunch of females. Yeah. <laughs> and you have, like, the most bisexual male ever. <laughs> um, so, I have a couple facts here. Excellent. The girl that plays Mildred, Feruza Balk, um, she was also in two other, like, witch-themed movies. She was Dorothy in Return to Oz Cursed. from 1985. Hate. <laughs> never watched it. <gasps> You've never I've seen only watched it? the... No. Oh, you have to watch it for this podcast. That movie gave me nightmares oh, as a kid. It's so crazy. No, why would I want to watch that it's like, then? Okay, it's, like, not actually scary. Like, it's only scary to a child. But it's, like, so, like... It's so terrible and messed up. You have to watch it. Uh, you know, like, the movie that was like that for me as a kid was The Rats of Nim, which was also made around that time. Which movie? That movie, The Rats of Nim. Oh, I It's, don't, like, yeah. based off of the book um and who wrote that book i can't remember it's like Roald Dahl probably um anyways the movie like disturbed me and even when like i sometimes see it on tv now i'm like i can't watch it it like freaks me out because they're all like being tested they're lab rats right and it just totally freaked me out as a kid (laughs) anyway you oh my god you have to return to oz is on disney plus you have to watch it it's so weird it's so bizarre (laughs) So Dorothy just returns to Oz. Well, it's like, okay, spoilers. This is how the movie starts. The movie starts with Dorothy in an insane asylum because everybody thought that she, like, made up Oz and had, like, quote-unquote, like, gone crazy. And so the movie starts with her escaping an insane asylum and going back to Oz. Oh just my to God. like set that the tone. That sounds so awful. Is it like a, is it a live action? Oh yeah. 
Okay. Which also doesn't make sense because the girl who plays Dorothy in the sequel is way younger than Judy Garland. So like Judy Garland, yeah. like, I always pictured Dorothy in the ri- in the original Wizard of Oz to like, like be 15. like a teenager or maybe like a young woman. But like Dorothy in Return to Oz is a child. She's like twelve. Yeah, like this girl because it's her. Yeah. So the other movie she was in where she um, is hunted by a wicked witch is called The Craft. Oh, sorry. Um, the the other movie. Let me repeat that again. The other movie she's in is she actually plays a witch called The Craft, and that's from 1996. I've never heard of this person, Feruza Bach. Maybe she's still playing witch out there. Maybe it's called The Craft. <laughs> yes. I've I've never heard of that movie. Most of this movie was filmed at St Michael's College in Tenbury Wells, England. Um. Yeah, they even used the exterior for it, which I find hard to believe because it seemed so fake, the exterior. Yeah. Especially yeah, when they so, were, like, flying. Oh God, when they were flying, this, <laughs> the editing was so bad. The green screen was so <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, 2008... Uh, oh, sorry. So, 2008 hit a milestone for this series, which apparently is super popular, um... By 2008, 3 million copies had been sold of the wow. of the first book. I, I don't guess know, is that so. good? I guess good so. From ni- but from 1974, yeah. though? Huh. That's like I 35 years. I think I need to like, compare that to other books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, when Jill Murphy um, used some of her experience of going to an all-girls boarding school in this oh, story cute yeah i was trying to look up i don't know if you were able to find like the budget for this movie but or like because like i know like this is a tv movie like the julie andrews cinderella one so we don't really find out right, how much money it, it made but i was curious about like the budget but i couldn't find anything i'm looking more time but yeah it, it didn't tell me anything about um, the budget for it. Yeah, intru- I feel like it's funny because it's one of those movies where, like, by today's standards, like, the, you know, the green screen looks really cheap. But on the other hand, I mean, like, I don't know, it doesn't look like a really cheap movie most of the time. Like, I think the girls' costumes, like, I, I love their little school uniforms with the orange and black. I think those are adorable. Um, and I mean, like, the evil witches kind of look like they just put on whatever they found at Party City under witch, like, costume section. But, like, they still, like, I don't know, they don't look awful. Like, it fits the tone of the movie. And, like, the other, like, the, the quote-unquote, like, good adults, like, they look fine. And the sets are all fine. Like, I don't know, it doesn't look like a really, like, cheap movie overall, especially for the time. Okay, so I just found something out. Um, apparently, throughout the 90s, it was... On every October on the Disney Channel. No <laughs> yeah. way. Really? Um, until the late 90s, so it was, like, past our generation. Um, but it was released on DVD in 2004, so maybe that's how Madeline watched it. Well, should we move on to The Lost Judgment? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Did the worst witch movie move you or not? 
I'll say yes. I mean, like, it's not the, it's by no means the finest piece of cinema I've ever seen, but, like, I absolutely am going to watch this every Halloween now. I have very few Halloween movies that I feel the need to watch every year, because I've never been into scary movies, and I've never been that into, like, kids' Halloween movies, but this is, this is getting added to the list. Like, it's, it's better than most children's Halloween movies I've seen. Honestly, this is a controversial opinion. I think it's a more enjoyable movie than Hocus Pocus. It just, to me, um, and, like, I liked it. I thought it was, like, silly and kind of stupid, but in a fun way, not in, like, an annoying way. And I can't wait to make all my other friends watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with the way, I mean, like, it's cheesy, but, like, you know it's cheesy. And it's just a fun movie to watch over Halloween. Um, I don't think this movie moved me, no. But I really like the story, and I totally will watch this, like, around Halloween, because there isn't really any, like, you know me, Christina, I'm not a horror movie person, so for me, like, Halloween is a hard time to watch things because, like, I'm not a big Tim Burton fan and then I'm not a big, like, Friday the 13th kind of scary-themed films. So it's hard to find when I always watch, like, Halloween Town, which I've always watched as a kid, um, which is a Disney film. And so this one as well will be next on the list to watch this Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I think especially because, like, for both of us, like, because neither of us like scary movies, um... Like, the scariest movie I've ever seen is probably Parasite. And that movie, like, isn't really scary except for the last ten minutes. Um, and, like, Coraline is terrifying, but it's still a children's movie. Um, but, like, I don't watch scary movies. Like, I don't like them. They, they're too spooky. So I never watch scary movies on Halloween. My favorite things to watch on Halloween are things that are silly, because that was always my favorite part of Halloween as a kid, is, like, I like dressing up. I like eating candy. I like being silly. I don't like being scary. And so, yeah. like, I'd always watch, like, I don't know if you ever saw the 2D animated, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the werewolf. Like, that's one of my favorite Halloween movies ever. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's oh. so good. <laughs> well, I did have, like, a huge, from, like, the ages of, like, 8 to 11, huge fan of, like, any Scooby-Doo stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like oh, scooby Halloween movies are good, like the 2D ones. <laughs> there, yeah, when it was still 2D. Once it was, like, that weird animation I stopped watching. Also, I was older, but I stopped watching it. I probably would have continued watching it at 12, <laughs> but, like, I stopped um, because of the ugly animation. But, yeah, there's also, like, I haven't seen this since I was really small, but there was, like, a Winnie the Pooh Halloween. I wonder if yeah. that's on... Disney Plus, oh, but that I one... I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, I probably still have that maybe on VHS, but... Yeah, and I mean, it's not, like, specifically Halloween, but we talked about Over the Garden Wall, and I, like, I consider that, like, that's at the very least, like, an annual fall watch for me now. Oh, yeah. If not, like, Halloween. Yeah, I'm so happy you introduced that to me, because it's totally, like, an autumn, September, kind of October-ish movie, also with Tim Curry. and yeah. uh, <laughs> And it's just, it's really like cool because it's like kind of reading a book and it's like many episodes too so it's not just like one 45 minute movie or whatever yeah I'm realizing now that a lot of like my go-to Halloween like everything that I watch every year at Halloween is always like 
silly and or made for children because like the other classic Halloween watch is like Rocky Horror which is camp at its finest <laughs> and also Tim Curry <laughs> Tim Curry is like the camp guy Three he's the, the things icon. I watch every Halloween are Tim Curry <laughs> <laughs> he's also we should totally do this on the podcast but a couple months ago I watched this really good whodunit based off of the game Clue and it's, like, the oh. movie's called Clue from the 80s, and it's with Tim Curry, and he is so good in it. Like, so good on it. It's, like, with Christopher Lloyd. Um, I think it's with Madeline Kahn. It's just such a funny movie. And I've it has, like, a huge it, twist. I've never seen it. Yeah, we should totally do that, like, around, like, autumn, because it's kind of, like, a whodunit, like, Knives Out, but there's, like, alternate endings throughout the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. cool. Yeah, Give me and another Tim, Tim Curry Halloween Tim Curry, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like the main character for once, not just like the supporting person. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that is our <laughs> episode. I know it almost was an hour. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> On this was um, our Tim the Curry Worst podcast. <laughs> yes. Even though like if you're going to watch this, be prepared if you're like a big Tim Curry fan that he's only in like two scenes. And he comes in, like, half an hour before the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I want to thank you for listening. And if you want to be cool like Madeline and suggest a film that you think we should do or a series, you can email me at, at emmareviewsmovies at gmail.com and write in your suggestion. Um, and I want to thank Madeline for, if you're listening, for suggesting this film. Yeah, it was a very good time. I enjoyed watching it a lot. Yeah, I'm glad because I've never heard of it. So it's nice to do something that's not like we're doing, like underrated stuff. But like, you know, Ella Enchanted, um, Princess Diaries 2. I mean, they are known. People know they exist. So it's cool to do ones like the Cinderella ones that people don't really know exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to thank you, Christina, for coming back on the show and ending oh, this theme. Me. <laughs> you were in almost every episode of this theme. <laughs> Hope nobody's sick of me yet. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, so thank you for listening, and don't forget to click the subscribe button. <laughs>